It's getting too corporate. I got it's my cold too, brew. It's getting too corporate in here. Something's happening. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic on the Fight Lab Feast Network. It's Friday evening, 6 o'clock. Thank you for joining us. Pastor Toby Chuck Knox. I'm the water boy. And we got a special guest, Jaron. From Oklahoma. Okay, from o- my, my state. From the other side of the Red River, Oklahoma. Watch it. Uh, coming in to join us. <laughs> Are you are are you done? Are you yeah, done yet? I'm real. not. I'm just about to get started. Yeah. So they bought me this cold brew. <laughs> not so long ago, the American dream was alive and well. Employees who worked hard were rewarded, and employers looked for people who could do the job, Ooh. not for people who had the right political views. Redballoon.work is a job site designed to get us back to what made American businesses successful: mm. free speech, hard work. Having fun. Praise God. If you're a free speech employer who wants to hire employees who focus on their work and not identity politics, then post a job on redballoon.work. If you're an employee who's being censored at work or is being forced to comply with the current zeitgeist, like mm. they're making you put a rainbow you know, on your, on your, on your <laughs> desk or something, post your resume on Red Balloon and look for a new job. Redballoon.work, the job site where free speech is still alive. Redballoon.work. Work. Humble June month. Humble June month. I was calling okay. it Groomer June month. <laughs> I was just happy for Father's hey. Day and Juneteenth. But yeah, you know. hey, hey. <laughs> well, we are glad to have Jaron Jackson with us on the show. He's running for state senate in Oklahoma, Gabe. Just uh, one of the states in the union. Jaron is a born-again <laughs> Christian, family man, combat veteran, and sixth-generation Oklahoman. Ooh. After graduating West Point in tw- 2008. Those generational sins go deep. <laughs> Stop it. Six generations. Jaron served as an infantry officer and led soldiers in multiple combat deployments in Afghanistan. Jaron earned the Ranger tab and was awarded two bronze stars for service in combat. He was honorably discharged in 2015. Today, Jaron owns and operates an ammunition company with customers in every state except those that hate guns. <laughs> Boom. Jaron and his wife, Katie, homestead south of Claremore, homeschool their three kids, Lloyd, Dale, and Grace. Oh, are they baptized, Jared? Amen. Okay. Hey, well, praise God. Whoa. And attend church in Collinsville. Jaron recently authored and self-published the Live Local Field Manual to train Americans on organizing and responding to escalating tyranny in the wake of the stolen 2020 elections. Oh, those, are, apology. those are fighting words. <laughs> uh, Jaron, thanks for joining us on Cross Policy, yeah, man. man. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, imagine for a moment, I don't know, I just showed up in Oklahoma. <laughs> and we ended up in the same elevator together, and we got a few floors. And, and I say, hey, I just moved here, and I find out you're running for uh, state senate. Why should I vote for you, Jaron? Uh, I'm the guy that you hire to stop the sexualization of children, to push back against the godless commies, and to defend the gospel, to defend the de- Constitution as it was originally intended. And I'm going to do it while preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why did you – you're – uh, a media personality you own a company why did you decide to get into politics i did that once yeah yeah <laughs> didn't go well <laughs> yeah you got some bling you got some bling for it i got arrested and i just didn't that's win right. it was just you know that's right yeah well i from my from my view you won because everyone that was scuffing you looked like a moron and it's like i mean you can just Amen. you can just tell everyone wearing the uniform is like man i know i'm not supposed to do this dang facts it's like how how do they go home and put their head on the pillow and think everything's all right when Ugh. they just arrest a man for singing songs in a parking lot. Man, Ugh. he's true. Like, you, you followed that then, I guess. Ooh, are, you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> of course. Amen. I, it's a, it's listen, the body of Christ, we, it's, it, it's time to get, it's time to go to war. Yeah. And I don't mean that like in a physical sense. I mean that like 
everyone is going to die and we have the knowledge of salvation and you ain't going to be talking about the gospel in all elements of where you are. That's right. And when you bring the gospel to conflict with people who are dead in their sins, they hate it. Wow. Or they love it. Yeah. It's either or I don't have to convince you. I just got to say what the book says and mm-hmm. people will go with it. But to your question, I got into politics because my children are watching not by choice and not by our design, but they're watching like sexual material, teaching them all sorts of garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I know that you guys are on YouTube, so I won't. I've been kicked off YouTube. I know so we, I, we we good. Say what you need to say, fam. We good. Yeah, yeah. We we, we just got off our force suspension, so. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, okay, I'll let the fur fly, as they say. Yeah. But it's like they're you know they're teaching this gender jumping. And they're doing this because they're trying to reframe who they are. They deny God mm-hmm. uh, and they want to rewrite everything into existence. And it's just, it just doesn't make sense. And I'm over here going, y'all guys aren't going to leave me alone. Like yeah. I live out in the country. I don't like to be around people, but you guys are just <laughs> keep coming. Yeah. And I said, okay, okay. You got, what, you, what y'all guys wanted, what y'all guys wanted was a Bible thumper with the beard and a baritone to go to war. Okay, Roger that. Mm. Let's do this thing. Boom. Uh, so tell us about the race, uh, Jaron. I mean, who, who are you up against? Are you know? Is this? I mean, what are your chances? What is it looking like? When when are the, have the primaries happened yet in Oklahoma? Uh, primary is June 28. Uh, if other people aren't doing their jobs, so you don't know about them, I'm not going to do the job for them. Uh, what I do <laughs> yeah. is I try to get people to recognize the country is in a fight. And I say, are we going to go on offense or are we just going to keep using talking points and smiling at you? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tell people I'm not a nice guy. I'm a loving guy. Mm-hmm. And it's time for men who believe the gospel to behave as though they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I want to bring that into re- direct conflict with the culture, with our politics. And, and I mean, I'm in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. This is the buckle of the Bible belt and everyone on the doorstep will be bold. But whenever they live their life, they're, they're, they're cowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I recognize, well, shoot, I've been shot at, I've been blown up. I've been deployed to a combat zone. If the yeah. most they're going to do is mean tweet about me and call me a racist, man, I'm good to do that. This. this is an easy fight. Right. <laughs> hey, so, Jim- Jaren, yeah. help me out with something. You know, what is something that you said we need to be on the offense? Could you take the, the the gospel and apply it to something directly in Oklahoma that is an offensive attack? What it looks like for a Christian to be on an offensive attack? Oh, yeah. The, so, first of all, I believe the gospel is how God wages war. I believe that it, it is the it, it's the cornerstone. It's the stumbling block. It is going to directly engage the eternity that he put in every man's heart, Ecclesiastes 3. And all I got to do is say that, and it forces the decision. Uh, so I could pick any issue. Uh, guns, gun control. Well, it yeah. ain't guns, it's murder. Mm-hmm. Well, so call it murder, don't call it gun control. And then if you call it murder and you call it sin, people don't like Bible words. Mm-hmm. They try as hard as possible not to say Bible words. Mm-hmm. So when you say Bible words, you're forcing the conversation to be framed using the words that God says. Mm, right. And at that point, Come they're on, not man. arguing against me. They're arguing against, against what God says. Preach, preach, uh, preach up. Yeah, yeah. To, to Greg Bonson, if, if y'all ain't. Oh, man, well, Greg Bonson. You know, you know who Greg is. Well, Cornelius Van Til was a good teacher, amen. Whoa, hey. Amen. You better so, give him an organ. You better. <laughs> Come on now. You better say that. Yeah. When you, now, now I, I got to say for a second, when you start talking about the preconditions for the intelligibility of life, those are big words. Let's not use big words. Let's just go what Jesus said. And the wise man built his house upon the rock. Amen. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. 
so many people got sandy foundations. I'm just yeah. the guy going, that don't make sense. That's right. And so, then whenever I use the words, the Bible says, and it doesn't make sense, they get they get mad. Right. At which point, what you're going to do to me? I've had people blow themselves up. I've right. had people shoot themselves at me. Yeah. Like, I, I wanna, I'm good to go. I want to ask you about Afghanistan, actually, Jaron. Uh, you spent time there. I know from your platform, you're against endless wars. Uh, what's your yep. thought on how we pulled out and left things there in Afghanistan? Uh, it's It's horrible. It's mm. probably the best word that I could use. Uh, it's, I mean, it was predictable. I mean, in 2010, uh, October 5th, 2010, we engaged a couple guys. It was a legal kill. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at these guys going, these guys are just trying to defend their homes. They're, they're not good at it, uh, but they're trying to defend their homes and we're killing people. Mm-hmm. And I look at these guys and, you know, 99% of them are Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm looking at this thing going, none of these guys got a relationship with Jesus, but yet I'm sending them into eternity. And so there's like some moral dilemmas that I'm sitting here going, what are we here to do? Well, I'm here to patrol. And when someone shoots at me, I'm going to shoot back. I'm just better at it than they are. Um, And, you know, it 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 makes me really think about why we commit soldiers overseas. And I think that if leaders can't visualize the end state, if they don't know what it looks like for the boots that are on the ground to go patrol Mm -hmm. or to look down the barrel of their weapon and to pull the trigger, like, who are you shooting? I don't think we have any business being over there. Oh, by the way, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 11 of the Constitution, Congress declares war. We haven't right. done that since 1942. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's... Uh, well, that's assuming the Constitution still matters. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jaron, we only oh, got a man. few more minutes with you here, but I really want to ask you real quick, the sc- school shootings and gun shootings and all this stuff is happening right now. It's all the rage. How would, how would you protect... Okay, first of all, I don't think there should be government schools, so that's one thing. But since we have them, let's work with the problem that we have shortly here how would you fix gun violence in schools yeah well again it's it's the presupposition right it's not gun violence it's murder so the question is what do we do about sin what do we do about murder and i believe what's it nehemiah 4 you should build the wall while you got the sword on your hip you should be able to put your hand to the plow and then if you have to pick up you know break your bows and and put them into plowshares do that you need to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Uh, and Paul uh, writes in First Thessalonians chapter 4, 10 through 12, you know, he says, uh, you know, work, mind your own business, live at peace, uh, make it to where you don't need or want anything. That way, whenever you come with an outsider, you're, mm. you're able to engage. Uh, but ultimately, it comes down to life and how do we treat life? Uh, and so I, I, I'm a big, like you said, presuppositional guy. I, I deny bad premises. And the murders that are happening are not gun violence. The murders that are happening are that we have an escalation of sin in the world. And the number one way that you engage that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, And people don't like that because that means that they can't make for themselves an idol. They got to come into conflict with the gospel and they, John three, they just don't like that. They want so in the dark to stay in the dark. So practically if, if you were, you went Senate in Propos- Oklahoma. Okay, policy, yeah. policy wise, yeah, yeah. yeah policy wise, I, I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of America, uh, plenty of Oklahomans here that carry firearms. I believe that teachers, once trained, who many of them are here, I believe they they can do that. Yeah. Why don't Why don't they carry firearms? And then whenever the guy comes in, what was that woman in West Virginia? Yeah. She was at a graduation party. Yeah. Yeah. A guy comes with an AR-15, shooting it at kids. She pulls a pistol and shoots them dead. Yeah. Yeah. Cops come out, fill out the report. You know, Bob's your uncle. The dude was a bad guy. Boom, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm gonna give you a, a fair shot here because I was I was pretty hard on you offline about being living in Oklahoma. 
and for for good reason, you know. That was that there's, was hard. There's a. I, I, there was six gener. I mean, you six generation deep in Oklahoma, and I mean, I, I grant you, Oklahoma's got a lot of problems. Watch um, it, bro. He's and, there. I'm here. But but Joe te- Pesci. But Texas has got George Bush. So I, I grant you, we got one problem. And and what's her name? Uh, Jackson Lee. Yeah. Yeah, and Jackson Lee. I give yeah. you that. And So uh, oh, he he from Texas. Uh, he's there. Beto O'Rourke is still in Texas politics. He's there. Kevin Durant's in Oklahoma, or was. That's right. Um, why why is Oklahoma so important? You think to to what's going on in the U.S. politically and all that stuff? I think we are an opportunity to demonstrate biblical values in a way that makes sense, but is offensive against disorder mm. uh you know biblical marriage mm-hmm. uh respecting god um not taking the lord's name in vain following yeah. the rules bearing arms defending the constitution working not complaining pound for pound oklahomans are some of the most productive people in the country mm. um we just you know a lot of people give us a bad rap because they ain't never been here that's fine by me. I don't want you to come to Oklahoma. Just keep on moving. Um, you know, I'm I'm good. I'm good with people thinking Oklahoma is about a bunch of backseat, you know, country bumpkins. I'm good with that. Um, but what I love about here is that this is the type of place that, you know, whenever you have a tire broke down or whenever a car breaks down in the rain, someone yeah. will come by and help you. Yeah. Whenever you need money at a gas station, they'll help you. That's real. Uh, churches do a good job of preaching the gospel. There's issues there, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's just church wide. You got a bunch of uh, flimsy, spineless, non gospel preaching. Uh, they don't even read their Bible, folks. Um, but uh, mostly, pound for pound, Oklahomans want to be left alone and they know that they want to be left alone because the alternative is the culture that we got. Mm. Jaron, we're going to do some backstage talking with you so people who are club members get That's to right. hear that. But we're going to wrap up this week with Pastor Toby. He's going to summarize the week and give us a little sermonette to get you ready for Sabbath and the Lord's Day. More Cross Politic coming up next. Where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! Ha <laughs> Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work. A republic is about the rule of law, not men. Armored Republic is devoted to seeing the God-given rights of free men preserved against mob chaos, criminal evil, and the jackboot of tyranny. Every purchase of body armor is another free man equipped to resist tyranny, another brother in arms, another hardened household ready to face down the wolves. Body armor is a tool of liberty, and every tool is for the purpose of working or keeping, creating or guarding, building or fighting. Join the Armored Republic. Build. Fight. I'm drinking a beer after that. Oh. <laughs> really? Welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Have you joined the club yet? Yes, I actually have. Have you? I have. Gabe, have you joined the club? I am the club. <laughs> I didn't join that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. We also have a magazine. Did what you guys you, know that? What are you doing? What? Go ahead, Pastor. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Keep going. Um, I just was going to ask what... I, what a, what a guy's got to do, what a man's got to do to get a copy 
of our magazine. Yeah, club. Uh, uh, Fightlaughfeast.com forward slash shop right there. The club is spoken. Uh, it's a it's a um, quarterly book-like experience. Yes, Fantastic. I, I've written for it, in fact. Yeah. And I still don't have a copy of the latest issue. It's downstairs. Our Fightlaughfeast magazine is a quarterly issue that packs a punch like a 21-year Balvini. Mm, delicious. No ice. We don't water down our scotch mm. or our beer. Mm-mm. No, sir. Why would we water down our theology? Order a yearly subscription for yourself and then send a couple of yearly subscriptions to your friends mm. and enemies who've been drinking lukewarm evangelical Kool-Aid. Ooh. Every quarter, we promise quality food for the soul, wine for the heart, and some Red Bull for turning over tables. Our magazine includes cultural commentary, a psalm of the quarter, recipes for feasting, laughter sprinkled throughout the glossy pages, and more. Sign up today mm. at flfnetwork.com forward slash Product, go to that product page or shop. Is that what it's called? The shop page. And then yep. find the magazine, click on it, and order some subscriptions now. And, and send, send one to Rick Warren. He's retiring. He, he should, uh, <laughs> he needs some, he needs a subscription. He needs a retirement yeah. subscription. He needs some reading material. He does. Mm. Yeah. Guys, we've talked a lot this week about guns. Yes. We started the week last Sunday night, wrapping up the Uvalde shooting, hit the Ayatollah mm. Trudeau's new fascist gun law proposals, yeah. and finished up yesterday checking in on the House Judiciary Committee, ranting about ending filibusters, yeah. or packing the Supreme Court in order to strip law-abiding citizens of their Second Amendment rights. Christians believe in the Second Amendment, or at least were supposed to, for the same reasons the Founding Fathers did. We believe that citizens should always have the means of last resort to resist tyrannical governments, and we also believe that it is a fundamental duty, particularly of men, to protect their families and neighbors mm-hmm. from criminals. Preach, preach up. But I want to point out that while we believe in the lawful use of firearms, we actually believe that there are mightier weapons. That's Ooh. right. Second Corinthians 10 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God mm-hmm. to pulling down of strongholds, mm. casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God mm-hmm. and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. Now, I actually think this means that our situation is more dire and more encouraging hmm. all at the same time. Huh. Our, our situation is more dire because this verse tells us that Justin Trudeau and the Democrats are not merely attacking our civil liberties. That's right. They are actually exalting themselves against the knowledge of God. They are pretending that Jesus is not Lord and pretending to be trying out for his job. Good luck with that. This is why I believe that all gun control is ultimately a proxy war on Christian worship. They're not just coming for our guns. They're coming for our faith and for our worship. And they already tipped their hand when they called our churches non-essential and started fining and arresting pastors, particularly in Canada. Mm. Totalitarianism has no breaks. And when they insist on saving us, quote unquote, from gun violence, they will not stop until we bow the knee to their statist savior complex. But the encouraging thing, I told you there was encouragement. I'm waiting for that. But the encouragement is that they can't actually stop Christian worship. They can't stop the gospel. They can't stop Jesus. That's right. When they tried to silence Jesus through the cross, he rose from the dead. When they threw Paul into prison, he and Silas just started singing. Worship is warfare. Gates broke open. So when we gather this Sunday to hear the word read and proclaimed, to sing the Psalms, to lift up our prayers, to feast at the table, to receive his blessing on our families and lives, we are doing bombing runs against every totalitarian impulse and regime in the world. Mm. These weapons really are more mighty through God. And these are the weapons they are ultimately coming for, but they can't have them. Mm-hmm. They can't get them. And these weapons will win the war. 
silver, hallelujah. Gold, hallelujah. Goods, hallelujah. I think this is going to be my favorite segment of the whole week. I just think. <laughs> I'm just, I just feel it's like this Friday. is. It's Friday. It's wrap up it's, Friday. Yeah. Get ready for oh, Sunday. Wrap up Friday. Knox, a good Knox yeah. comes to me yesterday and says, can you bring a little hom- homily <laughs> for Friday show? There you go. How's that? Yeah, no, no. You know what, Pastor? You know, this whole week, it's funny. I don't, <clears throat> we have removed worship from human life. Right. And so, when we are going and talking about politics and we're talking about gun control or we're talking about shootings, everybody has this thing that they point to. Oh, this is the problem. That's the problem. But you won't hear (laughs) people say, Oh, we have a disorder of worship. Mm -hmm. And so therefore we have murder and sin and Mm -hmm. mess up in the, in the culture. And it's like, if you go to Genesis, you don't get out of Genesis without understanding the foundation of what's broken in the world. They got, Kicked out of church, and then the brother killed his brother. That, mm. You know what? And, mm-hmm. and even in that story, it repeats again. Right. So then we got worship at the beginning. One is worshiping properly, and the one who is not worshiping properly is hateful towards his other brother, right. mm-hmm. and then murders him. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, you know exactly. And, and we've we've got to say, okay, wait a second. So he used materials from the world, but we don't ban the the materials that he used, mm-hmm. right? We say there is a heart problem, and disordered worship creates a, a violence in the culture. Right. And so, and we don't even know. I think that we are partaking of that when we have not centered worship in our own lives properly right. because we are the salt of the of the world. Mm-hmm. And so they are looking at us and say, well, how are we supposed to act? Right. Well, you're the regenerated one. How do you act? Right. Do you just have a bunch of uh, conservative Republican talking points mm-hmm. or are, do you have a centered worship that says, no, this is my God and this right. is how I live in the world? Right. Well, and the practical problem that we're dealing with is we're all, I mean, Monday through Saturday, we're all working hard. We're all dealing with all these carnal things that God God looks down on and, and sees. And um, he, you know, it's not dirty that we have to work. It's not dirty that we have oh, to change diapers. It's not. I, I know the, the carnal might not be the best word, but we're constantly um, working and pushing the plow in front of us. And so it gets it can be difficult to think in terms of that worship is the most central, most important thing on Sunday. Right. But when Jesus was out in the wilderness for forty days, um, and Satan came to tempt him, you know, talk about someone who had been um, in the elements for 40 days with yep. no food, someone who'd really gotten to a position of, of real true genuine weakness, at, you know, fasting for 40 days, and then Satan comes along and offers him a carnal solution. Right. And Jesus responds with, man shall not live by bread alone. Right. And that's that's what you're you're saying. We have you know we have guns all around us. We have sin all around us. We have uh, you know public schools. All, we have all this um, human challenges all around us. And the answer is worshiping God on Sunday. Right. Man shall not live by bread alone. Right. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, the attack. So this is actually ground for defending your Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Pastor Wilson has said before. Um, that we need to throw down at the first crime scene. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they're trying to take our guns, you need to be thinking they're trying to take away worship. That's right. That's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. That's what they're coming for mm-hmm. because that power can't stop there. That kind of totalitarian, I will control, I will fix this problem by taking away mm. your guns yeah. is a savior complex. That's right. They're saying we will be your savior. Mm-hmm. And when they say that, we must, we, we were not idolaters. Mm-hmm. No, Jesus is our savior. Mm-hmm. We have one savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we need to see that first crime scene for what it is, but also recognize and not, and not give in to certain kinds of right wing uh, 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 lies. Complex or Complexes lies. Yeah, 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 they yeah, say yeah. basically our, our guns are our, our mightiest weapon. Yeah. They're not. Right. They're, they're one of our weapons. They're, yeah. they're tools that God's given us. Mm-hmm. But what they're actually coming for is worship because 
fundamentally, somewhere deep down inside, they know that that's actually where the fight is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. actually where the fight is. All totalitarianism is ultimately idolatry. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And and so when we go to worship, we are fighting all of it. Mm-hmm. The, the instinct in your heart is a mom or a dad that mm-hmm. wants to control your kids, that wants to control your husband, that wants to control your wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a little that's totalitarian right. demon in every yeah. one of our hearts that's right. that needs to die. Yeah. Right? That's You're right. not in control. Jesus is in control. Yeah. Jesus is Lord. And when you submit to him, he exalts you, he lifts you up, and he gives you your proper um, role in your house in, as a husband, as a father, um, as a mother, as a wife, as a child. And, and that's why I appreciated Jaron uh, when we were in our, our backstage talking on the club portal, uh, and he was mentioning that in 2020, when the election went crazy and he thought all sorts of everything was rigged and fraud, uh, he said... I realized I had to emphasize the gospel or I'd become bitter yeah, right? or I'd become, was, yeah. you know, exactly. disgruntled yeah. and right. make, make the wrong kind of adjustments and decisions that he should not be making as a man, as a former soldier right. and everything. And that the right. gospel, it seemed like gave, it took on much more meaning right. after things, got, after more chaos entered into our, right. into our politics. Hey, right. hey, Pastor Toby, before we go, we have a short time here. I, I want to ask you, you know, I've been listening and watching and reading so much this week, especially being our first week doing a daily show. And I've watched the stories that have been presented. And the left, it's been really sad. The left has told better stories. Horrible facts. Better stories. The conservative, all the facts, no good stories of, right. for the foundation of that. How do we generate those better stories from our homes this Sabbath time with our families? What are the stories that we need to be telling? What story do we need to say, okay, let's lean on this right now in this right. time? Well, I mean, the central story is the, is the story of Scripture, the story of the gospel that starts in a garden with a man and a woman that Amen. are perfect in a be- beautiful you know, beautiful setting, and a dragon comes, and a man fails to protect his wife, Oof. and God sends Oof. them out. But God promises that the seed of the woman will come and crush yeah. the seed of the serpent, and the whole Old Testament is tracing that story. That's why it, there's such a big deal about... Will Abraham have any kids? And mm. and will, you know he's but his wife is barren. And but finally he has the promised seed, Isaac, and the, the son of laughter. And then mm. you know the, the story goes down through Isaac and Jacob and down into into Egypt. And God raises up Joseph. And mm-hmm. and that's that's the story of struggle and suffering. But God remembers his promises. Mm. He sends Moses. Yes. He remembers his covenant with Abraham. Come on now. He he brings down another dragon. Yes. Pharaoh's a snake. You preach it now. And and. Moses leads the people out. God renews covenant and says, you're my people. Through you, I'm going to bless all the nations. They fail again, right? And we're still looking for the seed. Right, but there's these hints of it all the way through. Right, well, you could have just and, kept going with them. And, 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 come on now, and, and but all the way, we ultimately. I'm skipping, you know, hundreds of years. Yeah, but again and again, that's the story. The storyline is the seed of the woman, the seed of the serpent, mm-hmm. and God's faithfulness. Mm. And Jesus comes, and He's the promise. He's the seed of the of the woman, come to crush the seed of the serpent. Yeah, um, when He dies, the serpent's head is crushed. He said, if I'm lifted up, I will draw all the people to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the story. That's the great story. Mm-hmm. But all the other great stories echo that story. Yeah, that's and, right. And the stories are in all the old, I mean, all the old stories are this way. Uh, all the old um, adventures, um, e- even even like the Greek tragedies and stuff. T- there's like that's little right. pieces of, of, of the, this, there's echoes of the mm-hmm. true story. That's yeah. right. It's sometimes it's inverted. Sometimes it's, it's, it's falsified. But there's pieces of it in the old ancient myths. Um, the whole world has eternity put in their hearts. Everybody descended that's from right. Noah. That's, that's right. right. Every, that's why that's everybody's right. got their flood narratives. Mm-hmm. Everybody's that's got their right. flood stories. Sure Everybody's got their crea- creation stories. 
Um, but you know, I, I look back and think of all, all the all the adventure stories. Uh, you know, the, the Narnia stories, the Lord of the Rings stories. Um, you, you know, even you know uh, that hideous trip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up. Huckleberry Finn. You know, um, mm. Tom Sawyer. Um, you know, this you've got there are all these echoes in various ways. American history, uh, I mean, American yeah. history, and and the and the story of the saints, the martyrs. Yeah, um, King think, Alfred. That's a good yeah. story, right now. Think, yeah. think of faithful Has missionaries, it. mothers, fathers yeah. raising kids, suffering persecution, all the way down to your own stories. Mm-hmm. Tell the story of your dad, your mm-hmm. mom, your God's grandpa, your you. grandma, uh, how you came to know the Lord, that's and how right. God answered prayers in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, set a table uh, this Saturday night, this Sunday after church, and feast, mm-hmm. and tell stories. That's tell right. tell the stories of God's grace because that that's that's the, the story. Ultimately, is the story of the cross, the story of the gospel, Amen. and that's the story that's going to win. Mm, so, if you're Amen. single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Monday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh. And feast. And from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for being with us this whole week. It's yes. been a little bumpy, but God has been kind, and we're doing it again next yes. week. We're looking for it. Don't forget, you can download the app right now and get the behind the scenes stuff if you're a Fight Laugh Feast Club. Oh, yeah, we, we talked um, with Jaren for a few uh, more minutes. Yeah, that's right, we did. Yeah. And you can hit the high five button and become a club member there too if you don't want to do too much. But you can also share the sharing the show is great. We appreciate that. So hey, thank you for joining us. This is Cross Politic. Home. It's where you build your legacy where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. When tyrants take over, what's the first thing they do? Disarm. It happened in Russia, China, Germany, and most recently, Afghanistan. Why? Because disarmed people are easier to control. And over the last century and a half, American tyrants have been carrying out a slow, methodical disarmament that no one is talking about. State education. Tyrants know that education is warfare. Our rulers have a vested interest in making you totally harmless. They've got big plans and they don't want you getting in the way. Think about it. Would you rather fight an army decked out with high-powered rifles or a bunch of dinky water pistols? They know that if you can think critically, you're a threat. At New St. Andrews College, we want to graduate men and women who are dangerous. Dangerous to the world, dangerous to the principalities and powers, dangerous to spiritual wickedness in high places. Education can either arm you or disarm you. It can make you a threat or make you a useful idiot. (laughs) So where you get that education counts. Click the link to apply to New St. Andrews College today.